The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Last Sunday, our gospel reminded us to be alert, for we know neither the day nor the hour that the Lord is coming. And last Sunday, after I finished the 5.30 Mass and was cleaning up, I turned my phone back on and received a phone call from the hospital, calling and asking for me to come there to anoint a sick student, a student who days before was fine and in good health, who was fighting for his life. 
And thanks be to God, William is doing better. His prognosis has improved, but he still has a long road to recovery. And it was quite jarring and quite difficult for me. You know, all weekend we've been hearing about this, the importance of being ready because we don't know the time or the day or the hour. We simply have to be always vigilant and prepared. And here I was with a student and his family who seemingly looks the model of health, young, vigorous, and yet is in need and fighting for life. It's a challenge. It's difficult. But this is why it's so important we always be men and women of prayer. Men and women who read the Word and pray with the Word of God. Because right after Jesus says, be alert, be attentive, you don't know when you will be called home, He gives us this parable. And He tells us very clearly the importance and the love that He has for His servants. That He gives them talents. And we think first and foremost, of course, of the natural talents that we have, the talents that we have cultivated over time, the talents that make us successful or good or good at telling jokes or whatever those talents might be. And oftentimes, we see our talents in relationship to other people. You know, as a Dominican and as a priest here at St. Paul's, I'm blessed to live in community with different men who have different talents. And I see every day the gifts that the Lord has given them in relationship to myself, and it challenges me to cultivate new talents, to work on things that I'm not good at, to be as good as Father John in this way, or Father Joseph in that way, or Brother Ben in another we are always challenged to grow in small ways better and more faithful to the Lord. But we also realize today in the Gospel that the Lord gives, a, the Master gives a talent, one talent, two talents, or five talents to His servants. And a talent in ancient, um, the ancient world is a measure, it's a weight, and it is an exorbitant sum. It is years' worth of money. So the Lord not only gives us these small gifts that we cultivate, He also gives us tremendous, extraordinary gifts, gifts that only a good and loving Master gives. The Lord gives us Himself in the sacraments. He adopts us as His children in baptism. He feeds us in the Eucharist. He gives us the fullness of the Holy Spirit in confirmation. He absolves our sins in confession. These are extraordinary gifts. These are gifts that you or I could never earn on our own. And yet, He freely and lovingly gives, even to the least of us, at least one of those talents, at least one of those amazing gifts. And that is incredible. And he says to us, don't bury it in the field. Because it's easy for me to share the little gifts and talents that I have, but even as a priest, it is hard for me to share the gift of my faith. And as we prepare this week for Thanksgiving to spend time with friends and family, it's easy to talk about sports, it's easy to talk about the weather, and sometimes it's even easy to talk about politics, what might lead to a lot of fighting, but we're, re we're happy to do it, we, we dive right in, but it's also easy to bury our faith, to bury this tremendous gift that the Lord has given us. 
And what the Lord says to each of us today is to be prepared to be ready for Him. We have to cultivate these most important gifts. In the second reading, we heard that you are children of the light. And it's the children of the light who revel in the fact that they have this God who loves them who see the difficulty, and they might not be able to give a perfect answer, but they know that God is working something good. Why? Because they're cultivating that gift of faith, that gift of hope, that gift of love that is freely given to us by the Lord. And so the challenge for us then is to develop those things, to be willing to step out and to speak to work on our faith, to step out and to talk with others about our faith, to share this extraordinary gift. And I would encourage you to do this in two ways. The first comes from the first reading, where we have the Book of Wisdom talking about the beautiful wife, the wife that gives joy to her husband. The first church, the most important church, is the home, is the family. Oftentimes, when I prepare couples for marriage, the first thing I ask them is, what's your prayer life like as a couple? And on only one occasion that I can remember so far, have I heard of a couple who has come to me for marriage preparation who is actively praying together on a regular basis. They might be going to Mass together, which is great. They might be, you know, talking about, you know, what they want to do with their faith, how their faith informs their life, but they're not praying together. And this is the challenge for each of us in our family, to pray, to build up our house, to build up our home as a place of God, as the domestic church. Because a holy house produces holy people and changes the world. And so I encourage each of you to work on that gift at home to form the house as not something that's ideal and perfect, but as something where the faith is wrestled with, chewed on, and is a part of all that you do. And the second, is, the second place where I encourage us to all work on these talents that the Lord has given us, of faith, hope, and love, is in relationship to the poor. Yesterday, in Detroit, the, for the first time in the history of the American church, an American man was beatified in the church, who was not a martyr. A couple months ago, Blessed Stanley Rother, who was from the Archdiocese of Oklahoma City, was beatified, but he was a martyr. Uh, Yesterday in Detroit, Blessed Solanus Casey was beatified in the church, one step away from canonization as a saint. And in terms of the earthly talents that that I talked about at the beginning, Blessed Solanus Casey had very few. He was a terrible student. He had a weak voice. He loved playing the violin, but he wasn't very good at that. And yet, he loved the Lord, and he loved the poor. And so when we use the gift that the Lord has given us, this gift of faith, even if it's just that one talent, even if we don't have the great capacity to fill stadiums with our preaching or to change the world for the good, The Lord will give us what we need to change the world for one person. And blessed Solanus Casey, in his love for the poor, his love for those in need changed the world. 
And so can we, if we love those who are materially and spiritually poor. The Lord gives us gifts with abundance. Use them. Trade with them. Work with them. Do not be afraid. You are children of the light.